You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Welcome to a new episode of Delirious Nomads, brought to you by Blacklight Media Records, a weekly podcast hosted by yours truly, celebrity chef Chris Santos, I hate calling myself that, and underground metal connoisseur Matt Bacon, who loves being called that. This is your new favorite podcast for all things heavy metal, as well as breakdowns of your favorite combat sports and riffing on some food talk every week with very special guests from across the globe. Hey everyone, what's going on? Another action-packed episode of Delirious Nomad. Uh, your podcast for all things metal happening. Um, we usually are uh, drafting all our favorite musicians and rock stars and whatnot, but a lot of them are on the road. I've been on the road. Matt's been on the road. And so we decided that Matt and I are going to keep this one uh, to just ourselves. And Matt and I have not connected in a couple of weeks. Um, and he's been doing some great, went to, went to uh, a crazy festival in Germany. I was in Oslo. Oslo, Inferno Fest, right? Yeah. So yeah, I want to talk about what's been going on with you the last couple of weeks. But before that, right before we jumped on here, you mentioned that you're going to Berlin to see Dead Can Dance. I yes. did not know you were a Dead Can Dance fan. Um, have you ever seen them before? I've never seen them before. I actually worked with Lisa Gerard, though, on this record she did with uh, Mystery of the Bulgarian Voices, which is like a Bulgarian women's choir. Okay. And it's insane and like one of the coolest records I've ever worked on. Yeah. So definitely very exciting. I've seen Dead Can Dance four times. Holy shit, really? First time was in like the mid 90s probably wow they put on a killer show for people who don't know what we're talking about they're very metal adjacent yes they're very metal adjacent that's that's a good way to put it very very cool what would you call them even like what would the genre be like dark wave dark wave dark wave okay i like i like it but like not dark wave in like the boy harsher way like dark wave in like it's like neoclassical and world music and arty and it's, it's completely unique and completely amazing. Yeah. And one of the most interesting musical projects in the world. Yes. And the sort of thing that plays arenas in Europe and to like very few people in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like small, yeah, much smaller venues here. So where are you now? I'm in Dresden. Dresden. And how long have you been out of the States? Two weeks. Oh, okay. It feels like a month. Well, yeah, but I'm like never in the States anymore. <laughs> Well, when are you coming back? On Sunday. Okay, well, there you go. You are in the States sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm going to be in the States. I'm going to have like a record time in this. I'm going to be in the States for like 40 days. I'm going to go to your wedding, which we're going to, we need to have like a special podcast at the wedding type situation. Obviously that wouldn't work, but there's going to be some sort of wedding podcast, I think. And that's three weeks away, which is crazy. Crazy. It's all liquid diet from this point forward. Get that weight down so I can fit in that small suit I bought. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And then I'm going to come back for Capra, I think. Oh, nice. Because they're playing with whores and deaf kids and bummer, June 9th. Yeah. But what we wanted to talk about on this episode was black metal. Yes. Which is something that's very important to Chris and I. Yes. I was just at Inferno, which is kind of viewed as like, if not the best, one of the best black metal festivals in the world uh, in terms of curation and in terms of venue. Uh, It was incredible. I went in 2019. I actually spoke at the music industry conference there. So I have a lot of friends there. 
There's a couple things that set it apart. The two things that I thought were really special. One is seeing mayhem and venom in a room full of people who like burned down churches and committed murders because of mayhem and venom <laughs> is like very wild. Tell me about the venue itself. The venue is great. It's like there, it's got two rooms in it. You know, one's like a 3000 cap another's like a 400 cap club. You know, you're going to come yeah. next year and experience it with me and Susie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I've never, for me as a kid, when I lived in France, there isn't really a good hardcore scene there. Mm-hmm. Right. So the first music I started really seeing live and attending on mass was black metal. You know, black metal is something that goes a lot deeper for me. Do you know what I mean? Than yeah. than any other music. Like that's like a really mm-hmm. fundamental part of who I am. And Inferno was really a place where like at one of the, there's a music conference attached. And like, at one point I was attending this talk about uh, metal in South America we got into an argument about reincarnation versus parabellum versus sarcophago versus holocausto. And I was like, the amount of rooms that you can be in with a bunch of strangers and argue about parabellum and reincarnation who are like Colombian black metal bands from the early eighties who allegedly were an influence on mayhem. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, like less than 10,000 people in the world, like listen to parabellum. So <laughs> the fact that like eight of them were in a room together arguing about it, was really fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had you seen Mayhem before? I've seen Mayhem many times. Okay. I, I've had two separate relationships start at Mayhem shows. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> with the second one, I sort of like looked at it and I was like, they're actually consecutive relationships. And I remember when that happened, I was like, this doesn't seem right. <laughs> like something is wrong in my life. But I will say Mayhem, if you have not seen Mayhem in a while and you missed them on this U.S. tour, they have brought it to a whole new level. Like they've really decided to lean into being black metal rock stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's costume changes. There's a lot more bombast in the presentation. There's a lot more. There's always been a lot of fuck you-ness, but now there's like this, this punk edge has been kind of honed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit more like we're no longer just guys in hoods We're the kings of black metal. Nothing you do will ever fuck with us because we are the best to ever do it. Fuck you. You like that? Or do you prefer them when they were more raw? I really like that because I think they deserve that. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have a band of that stature, they need that kind of live presentation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think if your live presentation isn't big enough, and like you see this with the bands who blow up a lot of the time, are very frequently bands who early on had very big live presentation regardless, right? Two really good examples of this are both Ghost and Five Figure Death Punch, where like, if you look at their early club shows, they were still insane live. Mm -hmm. And I think that's not really, you know, how did your relationship with Black Metal start? Because you were into Hellhammer and stuff at the time. I was going to say Hellhammer and Bathory are the two bands. As a matter of fact, I just, Bought a sweet. Ba- I, I was just in um, Austin, Texas, and I bought a sweet vintage bathroom T-shirt. Um, oh, that's while sick! I was there. Yeah, hell yeah! I was hell yeah! Very excited to find that bathroom to this day. I mean, I listen to them still all the time. Um, or him, Corthorn. What's your favorite era of Bathory? I'm a Viking trilogy guy. Just for the record, okay. But also, like, I'm secretly into Blood on Ice. But like, don't judge me. <laughs> I know. I think, I think that's great. I, but I think Under the Sign of the Black Mark and Bloodfire Death would be my two. Okay, so you're like black metal trilogy person. Yeah, and and Celtic Frost was is you know 
top five, top eight bands of all time. Um, so that that's how it kind of started for me. Um, but another band that was at the festival that I wouldn't really consider black metal, but created a headline, right? Yes. And they were, I love them. Spectacular. They always are. I feel like they always, are. one of the things I was tripping out at, they're getting better, but also like, it's wild to me. Cause I actually went back and listened to his creator because of this. Cause I was kind of confused interested but it's wild to me how much heavier they were than slayer at the time Mm. right like creator was like truly wickedly heavy like and i feel like people kind of forget that level of influence they had on on death metal but like the german bands like sodom too like just a heavy fucking band for 1985 like did not give a fuck and still another band that's still putting out really good quality music 40 years later yeah no that that uh sodom like i actually have you i feel like sodom is a band who like they're like the old guy band who like actually understand modern release schedules and this modern thing of like you need a release every year and you need this and you need that because like if you look at their release schedule every year you've got a box set or an ep or a new album or a sick or a, like a split or whatever and it's like they're still like incredibly creative as a band which I always thought was really cool because, you know, they're very much a band who could just like go to the sort of German retirement circuit and never have to worry about anything again. Right. Because the German metal retirement circuit is a thing and it's weird. Is um Coroner still still active? Yeah, they're playing Maryland Death Fest. They're going to play in New York City. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why you need to get a spot back in New York City so we can be like guys again. Interesting. What were some of your favorite performances at the festival? So Mayhem was really a highlight. And I actually, I wasn't going to watch the whole Mayhem set because I've seen them so many times and that performance was so good. And everyone else who was there, like Frank Godla uh, said this and other people just all were like, yeah, that was the best Mayhem set ever. And I actually, I wound up, it was funny because I had, this is a lesson for the kids out there, was I went up to the festival organizer who I know a little bit just to say, thank you for having me at your festival and putting me in a nice hotel and being a great guy. And he and I end up walking with him and I end up walking with him to the sound booth. And then he was like, oh, you can just watch Mayhem from the sound booth. <laughs> I was like, oh, Let's do sick. That. <laughs> like, standing above everyone so, and not getting jostled. Wait, so you were with Susie Cole and Frank? Yeah. And for, like the whole crew is there. Like, Man. it's 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 a good like little social gathering. Damn it. Yeah, I will be there next year. And then we can like introduce you to like some real criminals and we can get you like on uh <laughs> I thought of um like a lot of your a lot of Chris's friends for people listening are like kiss hello type guys. And were they like what? A lot of your friends will like do like the the Italian like kiss hello thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yes. Right. And like that's somehow become a thing in Norwegian black metal too. And it's sick. <laughs> like because I'm just like, this is the most gangster shit ever. This dude burned down a church. Now we're kissing hello. Fuck yeah. Um, so, you know, this is what you got to do. All right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to see just how much Matt Bacon knows about black metal with a little bit of trivia. Oh, God. I, we'll I have a final Inferno the- thing before you begin into the trivia. Go ahead. Triumph of Death, which is uh, Tom Warrior's Hellhammer tribute, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is phenomenal live. And it was the first time I had ever heard those Hellhammer songs properly done, mm-hmm. right? Because those demos are so raw. And so to hear, to, to see Tom Warrior doing it live 
with all the right people in the room. Mm. Yeah, nice. Did Triptychon play? No, just oh. uh, Triumph of Death. Got it. Yeah, I'd love to see. Love anyway, to see so, that. okay, black metal trivia. Let's go. Oh, God. We're going to start with a real easy one. Who coined the term black metal? Is it Venom. Bathory? Destruction? Yeah, of course it was Venom. See, I told you that was. But here's something cool about Venom, because I because I saw them, right, this weekend, and I met Kronos. But yep, yep. one, Kronos made jokes about U.S. black metal, which proves I was right all along. <laughs> and two, um, Kronos was like 16 when that record came out. Really? Is that young? Yeah. Did you know that? I thought he was like way older. No, I did not know that. But here, go deep. Come on. Give me, give me, some, give me a stumper. Um, mayhem vocalist dead before his suicide often carried a dead bird with him. What type of bird was it? Raven. Was it a raven, crow, a vulture, or an owl? Wait, no, it was a crow. I'm sorry. Is that your, say, you say it's a crow? Crow is my final answer. Um, and crow, it was, it was a crow. You got it. There you go. There you go. See? Nicely done. Oh, okay. More mayhem trivia. Um, ma- uh, not yeah. maniac. Messiah, who is one of the first, who was one of the first um, vocalists of mayhem, and fuck the guy who was on drums before Hellhammer. Uh, have this new band called Order with my friend Anders uh, from Cadaver, and okay. they're excellent old school black metal, like ex- Mannheim, who was in Mayhem before everything, but really excellent old school black metal, really, uh, really thoughtfully done. Just wanted to point that out. Anyway, um, next question: uh, Which of the following bands is not from Norway? Bathory. Not from Norway. <laughs> I mean, told you which ones: Satyricon. Uh, Abruptum, Gehenna, or Gorgoroth? Gehenna. Uh, Abruptum, I believe, are from Sweden. No, uh, yeah, they are, because they killed that kid. Uh, so what are you saying? Which bands are not from Norway? Uh, Abruptum are from Sweden. Gehenna might... I feel like Gehenna might be German. No, Gehenna and Gorgoroth are not from Norway. Satyricon and Abruptum are. Gorgoroth is from Norway. Wait, hold on. We have to Google it because according to this, they are not. I know Gal, who is in Gorgoroth. That guy is Norwegian. <laughs> I've been to his art studio in Bergen. And this black metal trivia that I dug up on the internet is no good then because <sighs> it's saying that they're not. Yeah, they are Norwegian based. Yeah, this this quiz sucks. All right, never mind. <laughs> that didn't work as well as I wanted. Again, like, it's all good. We can, you know, this is just being, it's, it's what I want to say is it's really good to go to a festival at that scale that's that level of dorky, right? Because it's like, it's really good to be with all your other dork friends in a place where you can all be weird together. And that's a really rewarding part of black metal and being a metalhead and going to these really curated, cool experiences, right? Is like, Vakken is cool, Hellfest is cool, but you might be standing next to someone, you know, you might be wearing your Gehenna shirt standing next to someone in a five-finger death punch shirt, which is fine, but if I'm going to wear my Gehenna shirt, a little weird. I want to stand next to someone in a Satyricon shirt. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, like, I want to be there with a bunch of people who are there for the same reason, to watch bands who have the same mindset, so that we can just, like, zone in together. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many days was the, was the festival? Two or three? Four. Oh, four. Wow. Technically five, actually, because there was a pre-day done by my friends at Indie Recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we can get you to do when you come is we'll get, we'll get you to take snooze with me. Oh, God, I don't know about that. Um, and I had this, my friend Pear kept giving me the loose snooze this time that you have to, like, pack in your hand and stick in. Snooze is, for those who don't know, it's like raw tobacco that you just stick on your gum. But sometimes it comes in a little pouch. But uh, Pear was giving me the, like, raw stuff and you just... You, you you bake it and you make a little bundle and you stick it in your gum and it's like I thought I was gonna die. That doesn't sound like anything I want to do, Matt. 
<laughs> well, you don't want a little gum cancer? No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, there's, there's a bunch of other types of cancer that are already in line, I think, based on my lifestyle over the last 35 years. <laughs> was not conducive. Yeah. yeah. No. Point being, I do want to touch on a couple things we have coming up with Blacklight Media before we wrap up. Okay. Before we wrap up, I want to, I just want to ask you one other thing. Was there, a, sure. was there a band that you discovered there or a band that surprised you? Order was a band I discovered who I thought were really cool. Order? Yeah. Mayhem surprised me because they were so much better than I expected. Finally seeing Sylvain live after having been the pen pals with her for a few years mm-hmm. was really cool. Uh, that was a real highlight. Uh, seeing, oh, I got to see Hordum Rife live, which was really cool. This is like when the like real black metal nerd comes out where like I can't talk to people about this in America because they just haven't heard of any of these bands. Right. I got to see Dark Fortress, which was always awesome. And I had a really good conversation with the singer. Oh, and then other highlight was my friend Anders from Order and who's also was in Celtic Frost and Satyricon and yada, yada, yada. He has a death metal band called Cadaver and their bass player plays a stand-up bass, and it's the wildest shit I've ever seen. Oh, nice. I like that. Right? Like a stand-up bass for death metal. That's amazing. I love it. Like It was like watching, like I was watching it, like going around the room, trying to hear it in different ways. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh my God, you have a stand-up bass. Play death metal. That's pretty cool. Anyway. What are your Blacklight Media updates? We have a bunch of stuff coming out. We have uh, this week, we have Siberia coming out with a new record. Okay. And there's been a couple singles already from our guys in Raptors. Their new record drops next month. Watch out. There is news coming on the Nicolas Cage fighter front. So that's also going to be fucking sick. Yes. And also Capra hits the road with whores June 1st in Nashville. Uh, Check out our socials because there's a whole bunch of stuff there. That's going to be really sick too. We're really excited about that. Um, Go Capra. (laughs) anyway that's all i had we'll be back next week with a very 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 special guest that i will not spoil the surprise but the guest for next week can i give a hint Uh, it's a good hint he was in my favorite band when i was nine (laughs) and literally like the first heavy metal band i got into do your research kiddos so identify who was my favorite band when i was nine (laughs) and anyway thank you everyone for listening yeah It should be a prize for that. They get a t-shirt or something. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Matt, always a pleasure. Nice to catch up with you. I feel like I haven't seen you in a month. I know. Um, And we will talk soon. All right. So that was awesome. Thank you, everyone out there, for listening to Delirious Nomads, sponsored by Blacklight Media. We will be coming back at you next week with another awesome guest. Be sure to follow Blacklight Media on socials for new music and more. And above all, keep it heavy. Hey there, I'm Johnny Christ from Avenge Sevenfold, and I've got a podcast called Drinks with Johnny you're going to want to check out. I sit down with a bunch of different people from all different walks of life, from professional wrestlers to actors, comedians, fighters, musicians, everything in between. I'm just looking to make some friends and have a good time doing it. So if that sounds like something you're into, go check out Drinks with Johnny, streaming everywhere now. Bowie. 
Dylan, Marley. You've heard the names and maybe you've heard their songs, but what about the stories behind the records that make titans of music like these so universally loved and important? Join me, Josh Adam Myers, host of The 500, as each week I go through a different album from Rolling Stone Magazine's 500 Greatest Albums list from 2012 with an incredible lineup of comedians, actors, and musicians talking about how the music has impacted their lives. New episodes of The 500 come out every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.